Hello, my name is William Cheney. I am the new church strategist in the Southeast jurisdiction for the United Methodist Church. Organization I work for is called Path One, which is one of the divisions of Discipleship Ministries. Today, I'm here to talk to you a little bit about the seven seasons of church planting. As we know, seasons change, and as seasons change, there are different things that should be happening within each season. When we look at the different seasons, we know that in the spring, rain falls, that grass grows, that trees flourish, and there's a sense of expectancy in the air. And as summer comes, the heat comes, and it's a little bit drier, and people get out more often. And during the fall, the wonderful changing of the leaves, the leaves that change colors in so many different ways. And then the winter that comes with the rain and the sleet and the snow, each one of these seasons are distinct, yet without the other, the other three would not flourish. That's the same thing with church planting. Each season is necessary in order for you to be productive and fruitful. You can't separate them, you can't skip over them. So in the next six minutes that I have, I'm going to just share with you a little bit about the seven seasons of church planting. This is a, a, a system that was developed by um, Path One Team. And you can find resource for that at pathone.org. The first season is discernment. Before you get started in your ministry, there should be a season of fasting and prayer, going through the scriptures, and making sure that this is the calling that God has for you. Many times we are called to be in ministry, but not everybody's called to be a church planter. Some of the questions that we ask people who are preparing and going through the season of discernment, do you feel a need to share the gospel with everybody? Are you comfortable sharing the gospel with everybody? Are you committed to working in conditions that are not perfect? See, that season of discernment is all about finding out, is this the call that God had for you, matching yourself with the call that God has and getting you into the right ministry context? Because not every ministry context is meant for everyone. The second season is the season of visioning. The season of visioning is when you begin to wonder, because of the context that God has given me, what are the possibilities? What are the needs of the people in the community where I'm reaching? Visioning says, here's the team that I need. God, please bring them to me. During the season of visioning, we also get an opportunity to look out over the horizon and say in five years, what is it that we would like to see God do through us to benefit the community and the people who we're serving? The third season is gathering. Nobody can go out and do this work alone. If you're being sent by yourself, you need to start building a team. We look at the biblical model of Jesus had a core group of three. He had his main disciples, which became apostles of 12. Then he had 70 and finally 120. So we look at asking you the question, where are the three who are gonna be your ride and die? Those folks who are gonna be with you in prayer and giving and fasting, those who are gonna be teaching with you, who are gonna share the ministry load with you, that core three, then the 12 who will share the expansion of the ministry, who will embrace the vision of the ministry and move with you. And finally, you're growing toward the 70. For some people, the 70 will mean then you'll have worship. For 70, others will mean it'll, the group will split and begin to multiply. Whatever model of ministry you are given by the Lord, we do see that gathering of the three, the 12, and the 70. 
is where you begin the gathering. Whatever that group is, then you need worship. You need a time when people begin to experience the power and the awesomeness of God in a collective sense. You've already been having, you know, closed worship service with the folks outside, but now you're opening up the public worship. When we have that private worship with our team, it's one thing because it becomes intimate. We get to experience God together, hear God's voice together. But then when you open it up to the public, you're saying, whosoever will, would they come so that the word of God can be shared and that new experiences of God's power can be experienced within the body. Then we want the people to be discipled. Can I say this enough? If we are not discipling people to become mature in their faith, to move closer to, as Wesleyans, perfection, then we have failed in our job. Yes, we want them to have experience of coming to know the Lord, but then we want them to grow in their faith so that they then become ready to be sent out. What we see in the scripture is that Jesus matured and worked with the disciples who were started off not totally on, on point, but then ended up mature enough to go out and be those who multiplied the church. That's what you want to do with those who have come in to be disciples and be part of your fellowship. And finally, you want to multiply. There's no church that is formed that is just about you and how many people you can bring in. It is about how do you multiply the kingdom? Who are the men and women that will be sent out because of your ministry to start other ministries, to start new ministries, vibrant ministries, ministries that you can't even believe and, and, and imagine right now. I wanna thank you for these few minutes in which I was able to share with you the seven seasons of church planning. You'll find the seven seasons of church planning document um, attached to this video. And I look forward to your ministry flourishing, prospering, and being all that God has called you to be. This is William Cheney, New Church Strategist for Path One.